ladies and llamas. That was a very nice alliteration. Welcome to the Inner Winner Show. My name's Imogen, and I'm here with my boyfriend. Who the fuck are you cheating on me, babe? <laughs> Who's your fucking boyfriend? Who's you? This is like not funny if you can't see. Which nobody can. Nobody can see because it's, <laughs> a, it's podcast. a podcast. So there was an inside joke that literally none of you are going to understand because, yeah, fuck you guys. So today, <laughs> day 93 of the Inner Winner Show. What are we talking about? Mm. We're talking about sexual misconduct. Misconduct? Yep. When was there misconduct? Last night with that girl that we met. Was it when you were tickling us? I did. Oh, my God. There's so, okay, there's a lot of things that I want to talk about, like with us meeting her, and the tickling thing has to be one of them. So you got to oh, remind me. We've oh, got to okay. talk about tickles, That's- her not wearing a bra, her asking me a bunch of questions as soon as you left the room. Mm. What else? Squirting. That was fun. Mm. Yeah, nice. let's get straight into it. So we met a girl. This was like. The 57th girl that we've met in the last week, right? <laughs> no. It's like... How dare you contradict second. me on air in front of my friends? She's like the fourth girl we've met in three weeks, I think. Okay, fine. Everyone's going to think I'm not a player if you, like, downplay my sexual conquest like that. They're going to be like, what, this guy only gets slayed, like, four times every three weeks. What a fucking pussy. Be what fair, a beta male. They're all threesomes. I think that. I've only had like, we've only had like 17 threesomes or 17 different girls in multiple threesomes. I don't care. That's pretty fucking beta. Why are you dating such a beta? Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. So this girl we met, mm-hmm. we met on your Tinder mm-hmm. doing the classic, yo bitch, want to try some BDSM? Mm-hmm. Are you into a threesome? Mm-hmm. She didn't have a lot of sexual experience, which is like kind of par for the course with us. It's kind of what we screen for. I mm-hmm. think we like girls like that more because it's more fun mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Um, she'd had like five experiences basically. Mm. It's actually funny that there's been a trend. It's probably related. When we talked about this, it's probably related to the teaching thing. But they all yeah. know that they've had pretty much only bad experiences. Yeah. So this girl, all five of her I don't know if she'd had five experiences or five people. It was hard to tell. Mm. But I, I got, got the, f- the impression it was five experiences, and then f- which were five different people. Yeah, I got the feeling that she basically had five bad sexual experiences because she said they were all shit. <laughs> and yeah, we are literally screening in that because in your bio, you you know, you have I like to teach. Yeah, looking for girls to teach. We're good at teaching. Blah blah blah. So we met this cute chick. Mm-hmm. She was like cute. really fucking small. Very she small. She was Asian. What does she weigh? She told us she weighs like 53 50, kilos. 53 kilos. That's actually fat for an Asian. That's obese. Yeah, but for you an look Asian. at her and she's tiny. I've dated girls that are like 40 kilos. Asian girls get really To be skinny. fair, her tits were like fucking triple Ds. So Not triple Ds, but she had big tits. She had massive tits. That's probably half her body weight. Anyway, so we met her at a bar. She was late. By five minutes, which is unacceptable. Seven minutes. She was so fucking cute and adorable and awkward, like, from the second she walked in. 
you and I were sitting on the couch. We're sitting on the couch in this bar, really cool bar that we like. And she like sat opposite us immediately. Like <laughs> To be fair, we were like sitting on this couch and it was like behind a table. So she would have had to like wiggle herself in to like get there and yeah, but you're never supposed to sit opposite someone in a on a date. That's so fucking awkward and weird. And she literally sat there. So I said, like, oh, okay, are we going to fucking have an interview, motherfucker? And then we started grilling her like immediately and saying, like, what are you? Strictly so she, weight this, this poor girl sits down and she's nervous as fuck, clearly. And the first thing I say is, tell me your strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> she was a little cutie. She was very, like, geekly and, like. She was. She was, like, very. Like, like nervous but excited energy from the second she sat down. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so we hung out in the bar for like maybe an hour. Yeah. We hung out for a while. That's something you and I have been doing a lot more with the like last four girls that we've seen. Yeah. We'll, we'll we've, do it more ongoing. We've mentioned like, it a couple of times, but we do really like it. Yeah. Like hanging out rather than because what we used to do for the first like 10 or 12 girls that we saw, we just basically try and get them to our apartment ASAP. Mm. And the problem with that is you don't really get to know them. So you don't know if you like them at all, if Mm. you vibe, Mm -hmm. you don't give yourself a chance to like get to know, to a chance to like them. Yeah. Anyway. So we like this chick. She was super cute. She was so fucking nervous. Mm. Like you left a couple of times because you went to buy like another round of drinks Mm. and she just like immediately started asking me all these questions like about you. I think she, for some reason in her head, she had it that she had to please you. See, that's what, <laughs> I mean, we had to talk about that. That's what I don't really get. Like why I'm the more in. in Cause she eyes. met you on your Tinder. I'm oh, just the guy with the dick. But isn't the fact that she knows you less more intimidating? I don't, I don't know. Okay. So we're going to get more into this. Oh, maybe we can just skip ahead to this. We had a good time at the bar. Mm. We had fun. We talked to her for a while. Mm-hmm. We we brought her home. No, no, no. Let's. We took her to a sex toy shop. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. You know we're good. such fucking sexual deviants. That's why I said like sexual misconduct. This poor girl who's like had shop. no real sexual experience. She said she'd been to a sex toy shop once. I think it was the same one. We take this poor innocent child. To a sex toy shop on a first date. <laughs> As a disclaimer, she's over 18. She's not a child. That counts as a child. If you're under 30, you're un- you're a child. I, did- <laughs> I just excluded like 99% of my audience. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, there's a lot of older than 30-year-old guys. That- but yeah, whatever. So we take her to a sex toy shop. Shittest text- sex toy shop ever. There's nothing exciting there. Fucking shit shop. And there's some amazing shops around here. Why did we take her to that one? Because we'd never been to that one. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to check it out. Anyway, take her home. We're sitting on the couch and then you leave the room mm. to go to the toilet. Mm. This bitch, I swear to God, she <laughs> so fucking adorable. The second you leave the room, she like jumps up on the, like jumps towards me and goes like, how do I please Imogen? How do I please both of you? I'm so nervous. I want to do a good job for both of you. I'm so scared. Like, what if you guys don't like me? And I'm like, whoa, calm the fuck down, nigga. Like, I didn't call her a nigga. No, you didn't. Because she wasn't black. And I only use the word nigga for black people. 
There goes like the other 5% of my audience that were willing to stick around and persevere through the first insult. <laughs> to be clear, I would never call a black person a nigger because I think that's very disrespectful. True. I don't think it's okay. It's not okay to use that word. It's not politically correct. You don't. I would never use the word faggot all. either. I'd never say faggot. Not even to like... I'd n- <laughs> <laughs> Darling, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm going to jail for thought crime one day. So, yeah, she was like super nervous because you left the room. And I, I explained to her, it's okay, like chill. You don't have to do anything. We will teach you everything. Why are you so like worried about being perfect? And then bless her little cotton socks. She goes like... But you guys are so cool. and <laughs> She actually, no, I do actually recall her saying that to me at one point as well. And I was like, oh. Bless, sweetie, we're not cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't think it's a word I'd use to describe myself. But it's so cute. I get the sentiment of what she was saying. She was saying, like, I feel like you guys are above me. Like, you guys are more experienced than me. And to be fair, like, we are pretty fucking confident. Like... Yeah, I don't feel confident. I get, I get that we come. You across look confident. That way. I'm obviously confident. I'm confident as fuck. I don't give a fuck at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the epitome of confident at this point. But you look confident. You look as confident as I do. Like you don't look nervous at all mm-hmm. when, we're at, when we're at the bar talking. Mm-hmm. You you come across as very confident. I definitely am because I, you know, mm-hmm. I've done this like fucking how many times? Yeah. I mean, we were talking about it, so we thought it was quite interesting that I was the one that she was nervous about. I know, I know, because that's a weird thing. Normally, girls are nervous about me because I'm the man. I'm tall. I'm like twice her height. She's a little midget. I'm I'm bald. I'm fucking as in bald in like shit. I think the bald head look like legitimately looks makes me look like fucking like a serial killer or some shit. In a good way, in the best possible way. So like, I'm the intimidatory one. I'm the fucking tall, big man. And yeah, this chick was like. Saying to me, like, oh, my God, like, I hope I please Imogen. I'm scared of him. Like, I want to do a good job for Imogen. I was like, why are you telling me this? You're supposed to be scared of me, bitch. Bless her little cotton socks. Like, she was so sweet. She was so fucking, she wanted to please. Yeah, and it's funny because we actually ended up talking to her later afterward. Like, I think it was after we've had sex. Hmm. And we asked her, like, what did you, like, when she's saying she was worried she wouldn't do a good job. We asked her, what did you actually expect yourself to do? Like what, what could you have done that would have like, what you, yeah. What in was your the mind, scenario? you what, thought you were shit. You thought you were going to do a shit job, but what did you think you would do if you were good? And she was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, she's insecure for no particular reason, <laughs> which is like the story of every girl's life, by the way. Like, insecure but no actual plan of how to fix it or what you should do just the general concept that you're not good enough Mm. you know so let's skip to the sex stuff Mm. this is a very like scattered podcast it's your fault you're sitting there drinking fucking whiskey am I the one that's making it scattered though probably Always blame the woman. That's the number one. If I could give one dating tip to my audience, always blame everybody except yourself. Well, that... Never take responsibility for anything. Doesn't sound like your life philosophy, but okay. <laughs> so, 
You come back. Mm-hmm. We start making out with her. Mm-hmm. She'd never done anything except like kiss a girl. She'd never. Oh wait, we should take a step back. It's very scattered. Yes, it is such a shit podcast. What kind of dumb cunt makes a pod? Okay. Let's like take a step back. What kind of dumb fuck says I'm going to do a podcast every single day for a year other than me? Cause I am a dumb fuck. You would have to be such a dumb fuck to say I'm going to do something every day for a year, right? Do you know how many people I conned into doing a 365 along with me? I was just, I made an irrational, stupid decision and like 50 other people were like, Hey, I should do that too. And it's like, you got, thanks guys. But why'd you do this? This was dumb. Yeah. On that same time, I thought I was just about to ask. How many people that started the 365 are still doing the 365? Uh, surprisingly, quite a few, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we can shout some out if you want. Ed's, Ed has, shout, has started taking his personal fitness seriously. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Crisis Overcomer is still reaching out to other people, um, like cold emailing people for his website. Mm-hmm. Radical. I think we should give him the biggest shout out. He's still doing content for his YouTube channel. Every, he does, been yeah, every he's making a fucking video every day. That's, That's pretty hard. I'm yeah. impressed. Yeah. Yeah. We'll give him the biggest shout out. Anyway, pull it back in. This chick. So in the bar. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the fuck we were saying. Piercings? Hmm? Piercings? I thought that was. Piercings. No, we'll come back to that. <laughs> no, yeah. We were torturing her in the bar because she was super shy. She's like a cute tiny imagine like the tiniest cutest petitest asian girl she's like four foot she was not four foot she's like five foot that's fucking midget size she was short sure yeah and every like question that we would ask her she would get super shy and not want to answer and she looked like because you were sitting on one side of her i was sitting on the other side and we'd ask her like a sexual question or something and she just looked like straight ahead like she didn't want to look at either of us because she she And we asked her like the most intense questions. We were like, you, I think it was you that brought it up. You were like, so why were your previous first five sexual experiences shit? Like, tell us more about that. And she's didn't phrase it like that, but yeah, I was curious. Yeah, like tell us. And I was like, tell me exactly what happened. Like what shit? And she was just so fucking shy. I said so many fucked up things to be fair. Like to be clear, I do like to say fucked up things to like get a rise out of people. I was talking about like donkey punching. I learned what donkey punching is. Yeah, you, did, you had no idea what that was. To be, to be surprisingly, she knew what donkey punching was. Yeah. I was asking her all sorts of fucked up questions like that. I mean, that's not that fucked up, but yeah. Mm. She didn't tell us very much. She wasn't particularly explicit about anything. Yeah, but like we were getting a, we were having a lot of fun with making her be really shy. And like blushing, mm-hmm. like how many times did she have a, like a huge open mouth, like open mouth expression when I said something? Got here. Yeah. So we're talking about like all sorts of sex stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Having fun, like embarrassing her and making her blush you like pretty doing much. That. I love it. That's it. like, that's the meaning of life. That's my meaning of life. It's not mentoring people. It's not making the world a better place. Mm-hmm. It's. Making people blush and making people feel awkward. Mm. That's like my meaning of life. So jump ahead. About to have sex. Mm. You guys start kissing. You kissed her first. I think I told you to kiss her. You didn't tell me, but it usually ends up that I end up kissing her first. Yeah, because that's fun for me. 
And she was into that. Mm. You were playing with her tits. She was playing with your tits. She has like big ass tits. Mm. She has like massive tits for a tiny Asian chick. Mm. Like illegally big. They should not be that big. I actually want those tits regulated. Mm-hmm. Libertarian at heart, but I think that these tits need to be regulated. It's the only time I'm ever going to ask for regulation. Mm. They shouldn't be that big. That's not fair for other girls. I don't like knowing that there are other women out there in the world that don't get to have tits as big as these. Yes, they're big. They're fucking they're bigger, bigger than my goddamn hand. And she's like a tiny fucking midget yeah, sure. Asian. In proportion to her body, yes, they're big. Half of her body weight was her tits. But you like wouldn't see any. You wouldn't see her and be like, "That's only tits." Like it's just the looks, you know. She rocked up with no bra, and like the first thing I saw when I saw her was like. Her the fucking pieces. nipple piercings that she has, like, shirt. poking through her shirt. Yeah. And God bless her. And then she told us a story at the bar. She's like, I decided that I wasn't going to wear a bra because, like, I thought it would make me confident. And then someone looked at me and I immediately felt self-conscious and insecure. It's like the story of every girl ever. You do something to try and be confident and then you just it immediately backfires and you feel insecure. You break down and cry. So we had sex with her. Or is that fast-forwarding too far? We had sex and then we sent her home. End of the story. <laughs> Imagine we do like a 20-minute podcast like leading up to the sex and we just don't talk about the sex. And the audience has to like persevere through that, like waiting for the moment. And then we're just like, okay, see you guys. So, so like sign up for my Patreon. Like bye-bye. We'd actually bought like a whole bunch of toys that day because – we threw out most of our sex toys, like yeah. all our ropes mm-hmm. and BDSM stuff and handcuffs and collar and leash and vibrators and shit. Uh-huh. And we've been slowly adding back to it since we moved. Mm-hmm. And we went to a sex toy shop like hours before we saw her. Mm-hmm. We bought a collar and a leash. What else do we buy? Handcuffs. Paddle. The paddle, yep, to like spank. Ball gag and nipple clamp. Ball gag. We didn't use that, but yeah. We'd bought vibrators and stuff a few days or a week before. So we were like super excited to try this shit on her. Baby oil. <laughs> Shout outs to anyone listening. If there is anyone listening up to this point, I'm very proud of you. Go to your supermarket and buy baby oil and just cover your girl in baby oil. It's a lot of fun. Put it's so much fun. It's like she'll be all shiny and slippery. Fucking amazing. Feels good for you. Feels good for her. You put some on your body as well. And then you like rub up against each other like two like slippery snakes. Like amazing. So we covered her in baby oil. That was fucking fun. I feel like everything we did with her, she, it was a very new experience with her. Cause you said to her in the bar, you said like, what are your deal breakers? What are you not into? And she said like, to be honest, I haven't really tried anything. So. Mm. I'm willing to try pretty much everything. We even took her into the shower mm. and got some lube and like fingered her ass for a little bit. She wasn't like super into that. She was like, maybe we'll try that some other time. Mm. But we tried a bunch of different stuff mm-hmm. to see what she would like. Yeah. Try to feel the, we tried the collar and the chain, like mm. the collar and the leash. Mm. Um, some of the sex toys, the pussy pump. <laughs> That's something you and I have never talked about before. There's something I've never like mm. written about. We bought that like, two weeks ago it's this pump that you put on your pussy and you just push a button and it creates a seal and it like yeah like a vacuum it like literally sucks your pussy and it makes your pussy like 
four times fat, <laughs> four times bigger, and like super sensitive. I'm yeah. assuming it feels good because you it always go crazy. But the actual like the actual like action of it happening is quite intense as well. Yeah, it looks funny as fuck for me. It's like someone just put a vacuum cleaner on your pussy and made it like mm. burst. And it's see through, so you can see it when it's like something. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we tried all that shit on her. Okay, so take a step back. She'd never tried a vibrator ever. We asked her that in the bar. That was one of the questions that she got very like shy about. She'd never tried any vibrator ever. She only masturbated with her fingers. And so we tried like the magic wand vibrator, which was like very fucking intense. We should talk about that actually, but we tried a couple of the other vibrators. The magic wand vibrator. <laughs> you put that on her pussy. <laughs> and I kind of just lay like next to her and I was like holding her and like holding her down kind of like, like holding her still. And you were down in between her legs, holding the vibrator on her pussy. And she's like moaning like crazy. And then like five minutes into it, she goes, I think I came, I think I orgasmed like several minutes ago and forgot to tell you guys. Cause she was like on cloud nine the entire time. Like she was really fucking enjoying it. Absolutely getting off on it. And she was so deep in the pleasure of the vibrator that she literally, I guess, didn't notice that she orgasmed. Like (laughs) she did. She just like didn't. She was too like caught up in it that she forgot to like report back to us and be like, yo, just like letting you guys know I just came. And so we kind of punished her for that a little bit. You were like, you immediately were like, you're a naughty girl for not telling me that. Like, why did you not tell me that you've about to come? You spanked her a little bit. So shout outs to the magic wand vibrator. Like yeah. once again, coming in hot, mm-hmm. the wand vibrator is the best thing ever. Go to, do I have a page for where to buy it? Yeah. Go to kill the inner loser. Actually just go to the inner com forward slash support. And I have like a, link on there to buy the vibrator. It's the best fucking thing ever. It's like a fucking jackhammer. I love that thing. What else did we do? We had sex in a few different positions. We spanked her. We tried the paddle. That was fun. She was really into that. She tried spanking you. (laughs) And like every girl ever, she's such a fucking pussy when she first tried it. If you ever, if a girl's never done any sort of like spanking or BDSM or any of that, if you say to them, Oh, try spanking this other girl. Like, I spank you. I spanked you to show her, and I do it pretty hard. To be fair, you go extra hard. and I'm very hard. I'm very... Like, over the top, but I think that would be past most girls' pain threshold. She Yeah, but, like, I showed her. And then if you say to the girl, like, okay, your turn, you try. They always do the most, like, pussy slap, like... She wanted to hurt someone else. Yeah, but, like, yeah, that's what she said. She said, I don't want to hurt her, and... Like, the first slap she did, she, like, literally touched your ass. Like, I swear to God, she just, like, placed her hand on you. And she's like, is that good? And it's like, no. <laughs> what is that shit, you fucking pussy? Put some effort into it. And, like, we had to try, like, what, 15 times? I had to talk her through, like, 15 times. Do it a little harder. Harder than that. Harder than that. I had to, like, say it, like, 15 fucking times. Because she would swing, and then halfway through the swing, she, like, slowed down entirely and stopped all the momentum because she was hard. She was scared to like follow through and actually hit your ass. This was even with the paddle little pussy. 
Finally, she did like one good swing. God bless her goddamn heart. Mm. And then what else we do? Did a bunch of positions. Uh, I taught her like we taught her how to like get teased, which is something I love doing. Mm. You know, during sex, you go really fast. Like you fuck her really fast, and then you stop. And then when you stop, you say like, you know, do you want more or? I think I'm going to pause right now. Show me that you really want it, like beg for it. And then you go faster a little bit and then you stop and then faster a little bit and then stop kind of drives you crazy. Cause you're like, fucking hell. Can you please just give me what I want? She really liked that. Eventually she was on her back, like missionary. I was fucking her. You were next to her with the vibrator. You had a fucking orgasm. She had an orgasm. Then I came on both of your faces, which is like my fucking favorite thing to do. And she was kissing you. We fucked her some more. What do we do at the end? Play with the vibrator for a bit more. Mm. Yeah. I think it's always fun. I think because she made a point of the fact that all of her previous experiences, she'd never had an orgasm. Yeah. Okay. That's the other point that she said in the bar. Yeah. She said, because we asked her, didn't we? We said like, why were your first, why were your other five experiences bad? Like, what was actually bad about them? And she said, like, she was kind of vague about what she said, but we kept pressing. And she said, essentially, it felt like the guys didn't even care about me. Like, they weren't even interested in making me feel good, like, at all. It was all about them. And, yeah, she eventually said, like, she'd never orgasmed with anyone else. And that was what we said on the couch, too. When you had kissed her, I'd kissed her. And she was kind of like nervous still. And I said like, okay, how about we absolutely promise that we have to give you, like we all agree that we have to give you an orgasm tonight. Otherwise it's shit. And she was like, you guys, she was really sweet at that point. She's like, yeah, she's like, no, you guys don't have to do that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like put pressure on you. You don't have to make me orgasm. But obviously we tried, we did make an orgasm with the fucking magic wand. And yeah, that was really fun for her, I think. That she got to come, you got to come, I got to come. I think I came like three times. I always, how do I always come the most? You guys are girls, you have like multiple orgasms as your fucking superpower. And yeah, I still win every time. Because I'm a fucking sex god. Mm. What else? Is that it? Then we cuddled her for a bit, we laid there and chilled, walked her back home, walked to the train station. Yeah. A lot of fun. She yeah. was really cute. Sure. She was like a little fucking midget. After she left, after you and I came back home, I sat on the bed with you and I was like, honey, we need to talk about adopting. We have to adopt her. She was like really fucking midgety and small and cute. Very like sweet. Yeah. Super sweet. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of the other girl that we saw. The one who was a virgin. You know who I mean? The first one. She's like that. She's very sweet. Like caring, nice. Yeah. yeah. Good times. So what can we extrapolate from this podcast? The Always have sex. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that, I mean, we didn't really even talk about this, but it's not that hard to make sure a girl has a good time. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, okay, we can we can flow on from that. Yeah. Yeah, I think 
Should we talk about it from the perspective of my audience or from the perspective of the guys that, that this girl probably was with? Because I don't think my audience is the same type of people as I think this girl was with. Yeah, I mean, well, we had that. This is a completely different topic. We had this conversation that you were surprised that any guys are like that because your thought was that guys are on the side of, like, needing to please the girl. But I think yeah. you're maybe just less aware to the subsection of guys that don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it sounds like the guys that this girl was with really didn't care. And now that's coming from her, so maybe she misread the situation, but let's just assume that's the case. It sounds like they really didn't care about her having fun or her orgasming or her enjoying herself. It was kind of just like quick sex and then boring and then it's done. That isn't my audience, I don't think. I mean, I don't think my audience sits there and goes like, you know, I'm going to spend 15 hours making sure she comes. I don't think that like that far in the opposite direction, but my audience definitely gives a shit if the girl has a good time. Otherwise they wouldn't be reading my, my website. They'd get put off by my website. So yeah, I, I, I am always surprised when a girl says like, Oh, I've had like five bad experiences, like five. I don't know if it was five different people. It was, wasn't it? She said like five different people. Yeah. Now, it sounds like five one-night stands almost. She never explicitly said that. I've actually got no clue on that. I, I would assume that because she said each one was like so horrifically bad that she didn't she want it again. It. Mm. That isn't my audience, mm. I don't think. But I am genuinely surprised that there are guys like that, yeah. I, I, it seems like inept that you wouldn't care even 1% if she has fun. And again, don't go in the opposite direction and, and stress and make yourself neurotic and anxious about, oh, my God, I have to make her orgasm or anything. But I'm confused as to why you would want to have a sexual experience with someone and not make them, maybe not make them orgasm, but why wouldn't you want them to have fun? Because I guess the notion is you just want to get yourself off. I mean. That's still weird to me, though. That's like if you took your friend to Disneyland and completely ignored him the whole time. It's like if you're having a good experience, if you go to the movies with your friend, don't you want your friend to have fun? But I guess the idea is that they're not perceiving them as their friend. They're perceiving them as like something to use to get off. Then it's not like this on the same team. Like you're not like friends with them. You're Does that come like- from like a desperation point of view? Does it come from like a, a, a scarcity point of view? Like you think you're never going to get laid that often. So if you meet a girl, it's like I have to just immediately like fuck her and, and get off on her and then she can just yeah. Like leave. Yeah, I think it's like it's almost like too hardcore of a tunnel vision on like the. Yeah, like you just want to get laid above all else, and you can't even contemplate that that's like a person that might want to have fun with you. Yep. And if you have fun together, you can see her again. You can get laid again. Mm. That's the impression that I get. Yeah. It's like counterintuitive though, because if 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 you're so desperate to get laid. You're right. It's very tunnel vision and like myopic. You're so hardcore. Again, we're making a million assumptions here, but let's say you're correct. It's like you would be so hardcore focused on just getting laid in the moment that you're screwing up any chance of seeing her again. Because this sex is going to be so shit that just like this girl, she's not going to want to see you again because it was so fucking horrible because all you cared about was coming within two minutes and then saying like, okay, bye. It's like if you put just... 
a tiny medokum of effort. I'm pretty sure I mispronounced that word. Medokum of effort into fucking her and doing a decent job. She will see you again, and then you get laid again, and then you can just keep seeing her and keep getting laid, and then congratulations, your needs are met. Like, it's very myopic. To be fair, like, I think you are correct. I did meet a few guys like that when I was in my early 20s. Guys who would just, like, above all else want to get laid. Nothing else mattered. And it's almost like once they met a girl who's willing to go home with them, they would just literally come in two minutes. It was like a dog chasing a, a car or something. As soon as they catch it, they don't know what to do with it. So they'd, they'd have sex. It would be shit sex. And then, well, who cares? I got laid. It's like, yeah, but that girl's not going to see you again because you came within two minutes and you didn't put any effort in. You didn't even fucking hang out with it afterwards. You just said like, okay, bye. Mm. Side point. We had sex. It was decent. She's going to see us again. Yeah. Because we're cool. <laughs> I still think it's cute that she called us cool. It's fucking adorable. Like, legit, you weren't there, but it was so cute. Like, my heart fucking, my heart broke for her when she's like, but you guys are just so cool. And I was like, oh, sweetie. I lit- I'm pretty sure I would have said, like, oh, sweetie, something along those lines. I was like, oh, like, it's okay. <laughs> We're not cool. I promise. Adios, motherfuckers. Mm.